everyone, it's Leslie Ludi. Welcome to the Set Apart Girl podcast, biblical encouragement for women of all ages. Today we're going to be talking about how to get closer to God. So many women talk to me about the fact that God feels distant and they really don't know how to cultivate intimacy with him. So I want to share with you a few practical things that can encourage you in your personal relationship with Jesus Christ and maybe remove some of the barriers and obstacles that are standing in the way of you really having a daily heartfelt, close intimacy with Jesus Christ. One of the things that happened in our family about five years ago, we were having a lot of bickering in our home, a lot of tattling among the kids, just a lot of things that didn't seem quite right. And we weren't really sure what to do. It didn't seem that the normal parenting tactics were working too well. And so one night we gathered our kids together and just prayerfully sat around and said, okay, we need to pray and we need to really seek God for his heart for our family because things are just not reflecting his nature in this home. And as we began to talk and pray, I felt really prompted to ask each one of the kids to search their hearts. And if there were any sins or offenses or things that they need to make right with each other or with God, that they would bring those things to the surface. And our kids were pretty young at the time, but it was incredible how they responded, especially Hudson. He was the oldest of the group. And even though he was only about seven or eight years old, he really began to bring his sins into the light and he began to confess things that he had done wrong and ask people's forgiveness, ask forgiveness from us and from his siblings and to pray and to make things right with God. And it was incredible because he went back over probably about a six month period of time in his life and he remembered almost every single offense or sin or way that he had hurt someone else. He remembered all those things in detail, even the things that he had done months ago. And as he confessed, his sins and he made those things right with his family members, he really began to smile and you could see such a genuine joy and peace on his face. And after that evening, he said, before I confessed my sins, it felt like I was carrying around a backpack full of heavy rocks. But after I made things right, the backpack was emptied and the heaviness went away. That is such a profound concept. When we are carrying around unconfessed sin and habitual sin in our life, we have things that we've never made right with God, that we haven't made right with others. It is like carrying around a backpack full of heavy rocks. It weighs us down spiritually. And instead of running the race that God has set before us, we end up sort of limping our way through it. It can definitely put a barrier between us and our relationship with God. Ever since that night of emptying the backpack, Hudson's relationship with God has really deepened. And that was several years ago. But since that time, he's been spending time in God's word, talking about things that God's been speaking to his heart, and just a lot more quick to make things right when he stumbles. And once that excess spiritual baggage was removed from his life, he was able to experience a closeness to Christ that he had never had before. And so, like I said, a lot of times I hear the question, how can I get closer to God? And so many of us feel that barrier between us and God, but we're not sure why it's there. James 4, 8 says, draw near to God and he will draw near to you. Cleanse your hands, you sinners, and purify your hearts, you double-minded. And we need to realize that one of the biggest hindrances to intimacy with Christ is carrying around 
a backpack full of spiritual baggage, so to speak. It's a it's a figurative idea, but it, that type of idea of carrying around sinful habit patterns, unconfessed sin, things that have not been made right with others, it will always hinder intimacy with Christ. And it's so easy to draw near to Christ with our words, but if our hearts are filled with bitterness, jealousy, anger, selfishness, laziness, idolatry, impurity, etc., we can't really be close to him. Contrary to what we might often think, it's not really enough to just say and believe the right things about God. If we want real intimacy with him, we have to be willing to empty those backpacks of our sin and to let him gently shine his searchlight deep within our souls and remove any patterns or attitudes that are not pleasing to him. Walking in the light is what allows us to have unhindered fellowship with our king. It says in 1 John 1, 6, If we say that we have fellowship with him and walk in darkness, we lie and do not practice the truth. If you've been feeling the weight of unconfessed sin in your life, then I would encourage you to consider these following practical steps. First of all, to take time to make things right. I encourage you to set aside a period of time when you won't be interrupted and come before God with a humble and yielded heart. You can pray the words of Psalm 139, search me, O God, and know my heart and see if there is any wicked way in me and lead me in the way everlasting. Ask God to gently show you any sinful pattern in your life or unconfessed sin in your past that needs to be made right with him or with others. Write down anything that he brings to your mind and ask him to forgive you, to cleanse you from that sin, and to give you the grace to repent, and that means to turn and walk the opposite direction. And consider any practical steps that he might be asking you to take in order to really walk uprightly in that area of your life. So for example, maybe you're in an unhealthy, ungodly relationship that you need to step away from. Maybe there are sinful habits in your life that you know are there, but you've just been allowing them to remain. And those things need to change and be removed. Maybe there are things like gossip or a subtle dishonesty or sensuality or just being too consumed with ungodliness in the culture. If he brings conviction to your soul, I encourage you to be very quick to respond. Ask him to give you the strength to make decisions that will really honor him, even if they're difficult. Remember, James 4.17 says, To the one who knows the right thing to do and does not do it, to him it is sin. So don't put off any steps of obedience that you know God is asking you to take. When you walk in the light, nothing can stand between you and truth true intimacy with Jesus Christ. Now, as a follow-up to that step, I would encourage you to remember that when God forgives you, he washes you completely clean and removes your sin from you as far away as the east is from the west, as it says in Psalm 103. So once you've repented and asked him to forgive you, he no longer sees that sin when he looks at you. It says in 2 Corinthians that if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. Old things have passed away, and behold, all things have become new. So once you've repented, don't allow the enemy to continue to hold those past sins over your head or fool you into thinking that you are not qualified to experience intimacy with Jesus Christ. So many of us go through that step of asking forgiveness, but then we still listen to the enemy's lies that we aren't able to experience intimacy with Christ because of our past sin. 
Corey Ten Boom said, when God casts your sin into the depths of the sea, he posts a sign that reads, no fishing allowed. So whenever you're reminded of your past sins, immediately remember that old things have passed away and all things have become new and then live according to that reality. So in other words, don't go digging in your backpack to rehash sins that you have already put under the blood of Jesus. Another thing I would encourage you to remember is that you can't, but he can. It's only the grace of God that can get us victory over sin and enable us to do in his strength what we can't do on our own. I love what Elizabeth Elliot says, God never issued instructions which he is not prepared to enable us to follow. That is the reality that we need to accept when it comes to walking in the light and living uprightly. We're all going to have times of stumbling and failure. But by his enabling grace, sin does not need to control our lives. When we reckon ourselves dead to sin but alive to righteousness, he provides every bit of enabling power that we need to triumph over sin and compromise. He doesn't just tell us to live a set-apart life. He gives us the strength to live a set-apart life. So if living a God-honoring life feels impossible, that's because it is, at least in our own strength it is. So just be aware of trying to muster up your own willpower in seeking to live a set-apart life. Ask God to enable you by his grace to live the life that he's called you to live. When you come to the cross of Christ, it's so much more than just believing that Christ died for your sins. It means exchanging all that you are for all that he is, being overtaken by his indwelling power, which supernaturally equips us to live a holy, triumphant life that's not possible on our own. When we truly understand that mystery of Christ in us, the hope of glory, then we understand the secret to true set-apartness. So don't Don't resign yourself to the attitude, oh, I'll always struggle with sin. I shouldn't expect victory this side of heaven. Because of the work of Jesus Christ on the cross and the enabling grace that dwells within us, we have the power to reckon ourselves to be dead indeed to sin, but alive to God in Jesus Christ our Lord, as it says in Romans 6. Our old man or our self, our fleshly, selfish nature has been crucified with Christ, and we are free to no longer serve sin, but to walk in the light as he is in the light. If you hear the voice of God's Spirit, calling you towards a greater level of purity and set-apartness, then don't hide behind that excuse that I'll always be weak and sinful. That logic will be deadly to your soul and toxic to your spiritual life. Andrew Bonar once wrote, it is more humbling for us to take what grace offers than to bewail our wants and our worthlessness. Now, of course, this doesn't mean that we're going to live in sinless perfection and never stumble or never sin again, but it also means that we shouldn't expect to be controlled by the bondage of sin. Let us not underestimate the power of the cross or doubt God's willingness and ability to transform us into new creations in Christ. Remember that in your weakness, his strength is made perfect. Some final thoughts that I want to share with you about drawing closer to Jesus Christ. Remember that he longs for fellowship with you even more than you long for fellowship with him. He is eager and ready to cultivate a daily relationship with you. So as you draw near to him, as you take these steps to empty that spiritual backpack and to make things right with him, he will draw near to you. And the Bible promises that when we seek him with all of our hearts, he will be found. So if you feel barriers standing in the way of intimacy with God, remember, you do not have to just resign yourself to that. Take these steps of obedience, remove that spiritual baggage that stands in the way, and you'll begin to experience the closeness with him that you are longing for. The King of heaven and earth desires to walk closely with you each and every day, and that is an incredible invitation. I encourage you to say yes to it today.
I hope you've enjoyed today's episode. If you desire a set-apart season of your life when you can put aside distractions and preoccupations and really go deeper with Jesus Christ, I encourage you to visit our website, braveheartedchristian.com, and consider joining us for our Deluxe Discipleship Training Program, which is five weeks on our Ellerslie campus in Windsor, Colorado, where you can really become grounded in the Word of God and grow closer to Jesus Christ than you ever thought possible, and then continued online training and mentoring after you return home. Visit braveheartedchristian.com to learn more about this amazing, life-changing program. I pray you have a blessed and Christ-centered week.